Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Steve Hirschfeld, and today is Tuesday, which makes it a special day because each week we get a chance to dial in one of our members from around the world who can share with all of us what it's like to do business in their jurisdiction. Today, we're gonna be learning a little bit more about the Bay State, Massachusetts. And I'm pleased to welcome to the show, Jeff Siegel, who's a partner at Morgan Brown & Joy in Boston. Jeff, how are you today? I'm good, Steve. Thanks for uh, having me on. Well, you know, it's February, so it means snow in Massachusetts. I've been reading, it's cold, huh? (laughs) Pretty cold and snowy. It does. I spent this weekend shoveling, which I can share that with our listeners, what the experience of shoveling two feet of snow is like. So the first thing you need to know if you come from Asia and you want to do business in Boston is bring your boots and your shovels with you. Is that the deal? (laughs) Uh, In the winter months, that is the deal. But the fall is beautiful. The spring is beautiful. The summer is beautiful. So we get all the seasons. But right now we're not selling our weather to anyone visiting. Well, you know, let's talk a little bit about what Massachusetts is like. It's obviously one of the oldest states in the country. It's a unique environment in a lot of ways. Having grown up in New England, I'm a big fan of the state. Why don't you tell folks, Jeff, if you had somebody, let's say, from Europe or Asia who wanted to open an office in Boston, somewhere in New England, what's unique about Massachusetts from a business perspective that you think they should know? Yeah. So, you know, Massachusetts is an interesting place. In general, you know, we have a lot of industries that are focused on or that recruit highly educated individuals. You know, because we have a lot of colleges and universities in the area, a lot of tech companies and emerging markets will look for labor here. Now, obviously, it's a little bit different now that people are working more remotely today than they were a number of years ago. But overall, that has resulted in healthcare, life sciences, tech, finance, and higher education sort of being predominant industries in Massachusetts. Speaking of higher ed, Jeff, I mean, you know, obviously, I think pound for pound, you guys have probably more higher ed institutions in Boston than any other place on the planet. So I guess from a recruitment (laughs) standpoint, if I was a company looking for skilled workers, it might be a smart place to start, right? 100%. Both skilled workers coming out of college and graduate and PhD programs, those with advanced degrees. It's a highly concentrated area for the educated, particularly inside of what's known as 128, which is essentially Boston and the surrounding suburbs. So, you know, in California here, we pride ourselves on being pretty blue, meaning that we're a pretty pro-worker or pro-employee state. How would Massachusetts stack up? What would a business owner need to worry about in that context? It's a good question. And to overgeneralize, we are also blue, whether we are as deep a color blue as California, I suppose people can debate. But in general, Massachusetts is understood to be a jurisdiction that is employee friendly. We as a a state, it's a commonwealth, commonwealth of Massachusetts, tend to be on the front lines of adopting laws and policies that are designed to assist the workers. And that, that appears in our wage and hour law, which has things like mandatory triple damages, which was new at the time when it came out a number of years ago. You know, Massachusetts also has things like paid family leave, which, as you know, Steve, is cropping up across the country in some states. And we also have fairly active agencies, uh, government agencies that oversee the employment relationship. Our attorney general's office and the Massachusetts Commission Against Discrimination, which is the state equivalent of the EEOC, which handles discrimination claims. Those are fairly active agencies. That's not to say they are impossible or difficult to work with. It's just that they are more active than some of the other areas of the country in which I've had experience. 
a lot of people outside the United States have a hard time getting a handle around the fact that every state's got very different employment laws. And, and one of the things I'm just thinking about, Jeff, as you were saying this is, you know, California, we have not allowed non-competes for many, many years. And I know there's been a lot of debate in Massachusetts about this. What's the yep. current state? Can, can you actually still have a non-compete in your state? You can. You can. So back in 2018, the legislature passed the Massachusetts Non-Competition Agreement Act. The very short version of that story is that bill started out as a California-like ban on non-competes, and it ended as a compromise bill. It's essentially a Frankenstein bill. So you can have non-competes in Massachusetts, but they are subject to a number of limitations. Among them, you can only have them for more senior executives. You cannot have them for people who are paid hourly, or are called non-exempt under the FLSA. And in addition, in order to have a non-compete, you have to go through certain procedural steps. The agreement has to contain certain language informing the individual that they have a right to consult with an attorney. It can't be more than a year and some other provisions, which are designed to, frankly, make it more difficult for employers to have non-competes. What you can have under the Act in Massachusetts are still non-solicitation clauses. In other words, limitations on somebody soliciting their clients or employees after they leave. And so the net result of this, I think, in Massachusetts is to see, you know, we've seen more non-solicitation agreements and fewer non-competes, where non-competes are now really reserved only for the people who really need them. We counsel clients through that, you know, constantly trying to work their way through that minefield. Maybe one final thing. It just occurred to me. So the former Boston mayor is now the Secretary of Labor. The Biden administration is considered to be very pro-union. I know that he, your former mayor, was a union official himself. What would an employer need to know about that if they were going to set up a shop? It's really industry specific, you know, and so if you're looking to set up shop in the transportation field, if you're looking to set up shop in higher ed, you know, those unions tend to be more aggressive. And certainly some of the secondary industries, cleaning, labor, things like that, uh, construction, of course, they tend to be pretty active. And so, you know, what do they need to know? They need to know to call us, Steve, is the short answer to that question. But the longer answer is unions are very prevalent here. And I think, you know, in part, we have a, a pretty robust public sector unionization, which, you know, if you're setting up a business, probably doesn't impact you. But those feelings, that concept, the availability of the unions in those areas, you know, I think has made it easier for unions to exist here up in the Commonwealth. Great. Appreciate it. Well, look, this has been a great discussion, Jeff. It's good seeing you and talking to you as always. If you want to connect with Jeff Siegel, you can find his bio by clicking on his name in the description of this podcast. You can also go to ela.law and find information on his law firm, as well as get invitations to upcoming webinars, download our white papers, and maybe most importantly, access the exclusive Global Employer Handbook, which is a 50-state, 100-country online compliance manual for free for employers on hiring and firing and everything in between around the country. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of employment labor lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Steve Hirschfeld. Thanks for listening.